Japanese uh, current teacher there. Uh, she's the person who teaches the classes that I used to teach when I was teaching at UC Irvine. Oh, is that Fatima? Yeah. No, it's not Fatima, but I do know Fatima. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she also went to UCLA. Uh, it's Liz Kane. Oh, yes. I remember uh, hearing a lot about um, her and all the yeah. contributions to yeah and um, I want to remind our guests you're listening to Our Digital Future here on KCI 88.9 FM in Irvine every Friday at 4 p.m. and today we have Maria Bazzi here the director of film education at Film Independent and I'm really glad to talk to someone um, such as yourself that's into film and film education because I myself am in uh, library information science trying to become a film and media studies librarian and spread the education of film and visual studies. Well, these are exciting times for someone like you because the possibilities of getting uh, things out there and of providing access to people are just exponentially growing uh, every minute. Oh, thank you. And tell us about how you got to where you're at. What's your background? Uh, my background, uh, I went to the film program at UCLA for my graduate studies. Uh, after graduating from UCLA, I did a couple of documentaries. And um, I went to UCLA program because I knew that I did not only want to make films, but I did want to teach. And that was, you know, you need an MFA to enable to be a teacher in film uh, production. So uh, I've been a filmmaker and a teacher, and uh, I taught for seven years in different programs. I taught at UCLA, at UC Irvine, at Loyola Marymount, and at the college level, I, st uh, I also talked at Orange Coast uh, College and at Rio Hondo College. So I think I had a pretty good background in different ways of teaching and learning with different uh, age groups and uh, backgrounds. Uh, and I think that was a great school for me because um, I'm really always been very curious about the way in which people learn and I love to find ways of, you know, giving access to knowledge to different groups of people. So um, after have done my films and uh, taught and t studied film, I was offered this great opportunity at Film Independent, which was being director of education, and I felt this job really combined beautifully everything that I had done till then. And I've done, I've been in this job uh, for 10 years now. Almost. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's been great. A lot of film history, you're, you're into all different types all over the place. That's really a great accomplishment. Yes, and it's been great these 10 years. I've got the opportunity to meet all the filmmakers, uh, all the great, so to speak, ma independent masters of our time. Uh, that's been quite thrilling for me. And uh, one of the programs in which I've gotten to meet most of the most celebrated uh, independent filmmakers is in this director's close-up program that uh, we are uh, doing right now. It goes from February 2nd to March 2nd. And every, for five weeks, every week we have a different director to talk about, uh, about a different aspect of filmmaking. And they come with their uh, collaborators. That's really great. I see you have um, this J. the J. Duplass of the Duplass Brothers from Cyrus. I went to the red carpet premiere at the L.A. Film Festival. and I Wasn't that great? Yes, I, I brought my camera and I asked some questions. I have it up on my Vimeo. I was asking, you know, the talent about um, what they think of libraries. 
They're a little so, confused. Yeah, we have them. And, you know, uh, I'm really happy with the way the program uh, turned out this year. We have, like, a very uh, diverse in terms of styles and even generations of uh, important filmmakers participating. We started the series with Matt Reeves, the director of Let Me In and Cloverfield, and he was joined by Marco Giacchino, the composer, uh, Oscar-winning composer of Up, but he did score Let Me In and um, Cloverfield, along with uh, great uh, sound designers from Skywalker Sound, Will Files and Douglas Murray. And they, they took us on a tour of the secret, obscure uh, world of sound that most of us never notice. And that's the beauty of it. It's so beautiful, beautifully made, so subtle that we don't even notice what it's doing to us. Uh, and then we're continuing next week with William Friedkin, the director of The Exorcist and The French Connection, most recently of a film called Bug. He's coming along with his current collaborators, uh, Franco Carboni, who's a production designer, and Darren Navarro, who's an editor. Uh, and then we will continue with Spirit Award-nominated uh, filmmakers, Lisa Cholodenko, the director of The Kids Are All Right. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah. Deborah Granick, the director of Winter's Bone, which, by the way, these two films are nominated for the Best Picture at the Oscars as well. So oh, wow. That's wonderful. And they will be also jo- be joined by John Cameron Mitchell, who did uh, Rabbit Hole. Uh, and we'll conclude uh, the series on writing and directing with directors who both have written for themselves or for other people uh, and who navigate, you know, writing and directing at the same time. Uh, we have Michael Arndt, who is also nominated for his uh, script for Toy Story 3 for an Oscar. And he also wrote Little Miss Sunshine. He's the only one from the group that hasn't directed, but uh, I'm sure he will be directing soon. I think that's a a desire he has. Uh, We have Lena Dunham, who is the writer-director of Tiny Furniture. I saw that one at the L.A. Film Festival. Oh, yeah, yes. I'm glad that you've seen most of the great films at the L.A. Film Festival. It was great. Uh, J.M. Mark Duplass, as you said, and Nicole Holof Center, writer-director of Please Give and Friends with Money. And Billy Ray, the writer of uh, Breach and Shattered Glass. He writer and writer and director of Breach and Shattered Glass. And now he's writing The Hunger Games. And, you know, he's a big, uh, he's written some pretty big studio films as well, like Volcano and other films that escape my memory right now. That's great. You have programs all year long, not just because um, it's Film Independent that puts on the L.A. Film Festival. And that was like, I've done that the past two years as a volunteer and as press because I really enjoy the volunteer experience as well. Yeah, it's, it's wonderful uh, because this is our way of keeping, you know, um, the film... The, the film festival alive year-round is by having these other programs. Um, and I did forget, actually, I don't want to forget, that our moderators for our director's close-up are Robin Swikert, who is a writer-director as well, and James Gray, uh, writer-director. So, um, And the Night for the Spirit Awards is being moderated by our very own David Anson, uh, the artistic director of the Los Angeles Film Festival. 
So That's exciting. Uh, this will offer a great education for anyone who is interested in the behind the scenes and the creative process of oh, yeah. filmmaking. Because film school only lasts so long and then you want to stay involved with them, educating yourself if you're trying to get you know, involved in this business, um, especially writing. I did an internship reading scripts and that was uh, interesting to see you know, all the different levels of scripts so any help really helps yeah i think that's really important that you you know i was a a film student myself and i taught film in different schools as i told you and it was really scary you know once you're getting out of film school film school is such a tight you know community where you're safe where you could you know make mistakes and where people are helping you and once that uh, is out when you're out of there, you're like, oh my God, I'm lost. So film independent, I think, is a great resource for uh, filmmakers when they're starting their careers because we will offer that sense of community. We will help you, guide you, actually, uh, through the maze of uh, the industry. That's because true. That's one thing that I feel. You know, I think having being so embedded in film schools like for 10 years, not only when I went to school but when I was teaching, I think film schools are doing a great job at teaching the craft and the aesthetics of filmmaking. They're doing a great job. I think one part where I wish I had been better educated and one thing that I thought I wanted to do when I was teaching was connect that with the industry part because at the end, it's an art, but it's also a business. We, we can't escape that. So at Film Independent, we try to address, you know, not only the art and the craft, but the business. Uh, because at the end of the day, you have to make a living as a director or a producer. Yeah, well, and you need to understand the ropes of how to do it. Which we're, we're fortunate. We're local to Los Angeles. Other people, you know, don't maybe have the same support group in other cities. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we're trying, you know, right now, uh, we are trying, since we are well aware of what you just said, we are exploring different ways in which we could expand our reach. Uh, you know, we are trying to perhaps uh, do more via our website. We're currently trying to uh, beef up our website and make our uh, content a little more accessible, not only to people in the area, but um, across the country where you say there's people that's fortunate where they don't have access to the amount of talent we have here in Los Angeles. And, you know, throughout these years that I've been uh, director of film education, I'm getting requests even from uh, foreign countries like Chile where, you know, they say, well, can you, can we do like webcast of different directors that you have access to so they could talk to our students and you know we started for a few years we had a program with Chile with a school in Chile where you know they sent some students for the Los Angeles Film Festival just to experience the festival Uh, they helped me out with my program so they learned a little bit of production uh, at the same time and uh, it's, it's a great way of uh, not only learning about film, but, but about working in the industry. Yeah, I love how you show films from all over, because the first year I went to volunteer, I saw a Brazilian horror film at the L.A. Film Festival. And we show all sorts of films. You know, at the festival, you know, we're called Film Independent, but the festival is where we celebrate all films. 
from all over the world, from the wide spectrum of filmmaking. We show studio movies if they're, like, relevant to the festival. We're just trying to celebrate film at the festival. Yeah, I, I got to interview, actually, the director of All About Evil, Joshua uh-huh. Grinnell, just because that one was a, a cult, um, you know, horror about a killer librarian. Oh, God. So I thought that fit in as a library <laughs> show. I just was like, oh, why is a librarian a killer? I would ask him. So <laughs> that podcast is up. And, and you mentioned you, you guys are um, starting podcasts as well? Yes, we are. Uh, you know, to mark the, you know, we have been doing the director's close-up uh, for 10 years now. And during those 10 years, we have had the most amazing sessions with directors like Alexander Payne, Spike Jones, uh, Kevin Smith, Alejandro Gonzalez Iñárritu, Rodrigo Garcia, David Fincher, Bill yeah. Condon. I, I, the list is very impressive. When I look at it, I go like, how did we do that? Yeah. So now uh, we kind of test off uh, some of our archives to share with people now that we're on our 10th anniversary and we'll be putting them out shortly so um, I would love for people to check our website looking for those podcasts uh, because um, as we went back and I started listening to some of those I thought oh my god these these are some gems that we have here and let's share them with people and that's a great part of um, the information science industry is audiovisual archiving and everything's, you know, being preserved and maintained. It's a digitization process. Is this something the Film Independent does? I think this is something that we are becoming better at uh, because we realize the amount. I mean, we have amazing archives, not only of that, but of Q&As with uh, filmmakers uh, of the Spirit Awards. So we have we are becoming more conscious of it, and we are trying to, as much as we can, uh, organize it in a way that we could not only have it here, but uh, deliver it and make it accessible to people. So yes, this is definitely an area where um, we want to uh, improve ourselves, and we are doing it right now. And so you guys are, um, do you guys have a headquarters, like a building? Where yes, we have some great offices here in uh, Los Angeles, uh, adjacent to Century City, uh, adjacent to the Fox lot, actually. And we have a whole floor where we have our offices, and then we have a, a resource library and a conference a room where we conduct some live programs for our members. Uh, so, yeah. And you could see all of Los Angeles from this floor. It's beautiful. <laughs> oh, that's great to know you have a... It's a great job. <laughs> oh, you're so lucky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's great to know you have a resource library. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, again, we're trying to put some of the stuff we have there. We're trying to put it uh, online right now. So we're in the process of uh, kind of curating what we will want to share uh, with the broader public. Do you have an exhibit uh, so space? Stay tuned. Not happening yet, but stay tuned for that. Oh, check the website. And the website is uh, filmindependent.org? Dot org, yeah. And everything is probably on uh, Facebook, Twitter? Uh, we have Facebook and we have Twitter, so um, you could also check us on Facebook. That's great to reach the world through the Internet. Absolutely, absolutely. Something that, you know might be of your interest. We also have a program in the fall called the Filmmaker Forum uh, where we talk more about the, the business uh, of 
uh, filmmaking. And for the last three, three or four years, we're addressing a lot new media and social media and how people are reaching out to their audiences uh, via social media and um, distributing their films online. Uh, so for the last, you know, this is a trend we began noticing, noticing maybe five years ago at its inception, which has uh, totally exploded now. But since five years ago, we started kind of noticing those trends, and we have been following them and talking about them at our Filmmaker Forum. And last year at the Los Angeles Film Festival, we had a marketing and distribution symposium where we totally devoted ourselves to talk about uh, new media and how it's enabling filmmakers to uh, reach their audiences at a you know global scope in a global scope. That's great for so the director's close up is something um, people can go online to check out um, more about. Is that something that um, sells out? Uh, yes, yes. We are we are in the landmark theaters in West Los Angeles. We are uh, in quite. It's not a. It's not a. It's a medium sized theater, and it does fill up every night. So uh, I welcome you guys to check it out. And then you um, have a, any uh, programs coming up directly after the director's close up? Uh, after the director's close up, we will be uh, hibernating. No. <laughs> Just kidding. We will be um, preparing our programs for the Los Angeles Film Festival. The Film Education Department at uh, Film Independent produces a good amount of the speaking part, so to speak, at uh, the Los Angeles Film Festival. So most most of the things that are not filmed shown at the Los Angeles Film Festival are things that my department produces for the festival. Oh, like so, the conversations by the poolside chat? Exactly. Poolside chats, coffee talks, uh, conversations with uh, high-profile filmmakers. Uh, all of the, those are produced by our film education department. You had Ben Affleck last year, I believe. Yeah, we had Ben Affleck. We have, you know, and again, we're celebrating all sorts of filmmaking. So we had Ben Affleck. We have Roger Corman. We had Christopher Nolan. We had... Sylvester Stallone. So it's like you see a wide range. We had Quincy Jones. Uh, so the conversations were a, a range of different types of filmmaking. Yeah, it's great to hear everyone's story. Everyone has a different way of uh, getting into the scene. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I'm really excited to... Um, so hopefully, you said maybe Director's Close-Up will be webcasted? Or yes. It, well, it, we post uh, snippets of the... Of the um, of the series, you know, right the week when we have them. But uh, for now, we are releasing uh, our 10-year archives. And then right after this program is over, we intend to release the podcast of the ones that we are having currently. I remember this past summer, there was a Q&A with Paul Rubens directly after the film he um, wanted everyone to see. I was there front row, and I really enjoyed that Q&A. I noticed it was filmed, and I was wondering where that is online. Uh, let me check for you. <laughs> <laughs> I see a lot of our stuff is up there. Uh, I haven't checked for the Paul Rubin one, but uh, a lot of the festival material is currently up on the website if you look under videos. Oh, good. Uh, so... Um, you may want to check there. It, it, there's a lot there. Oh, great. I'm so excited to get to talk to you. I never knew we'd have Maria Bozzi here, the Director of Film Education at Film Independent.
for 10 years and a previous film instructor all over. Uh, yes, but uh, my start was at UC Irvine. How about that? Oh, full circle. <laughs> Here we are back to the anteaters. Zot, zot. Go eaters. Yes, yes. <laughs> the campus has grown and... Hopefully the radio station has grown. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, by the time I left, they had just built the the film study center, the film center. How do you call that building? That which was brand new when I left. Oh, HIB or Humanities Instructional Building. Yeah, yeah. That kind of like it's a semicircle mm-hmm. building, uh, which was I remember beautiful. Oh uh, yeah. And uh, but I just was there for six months after they inaugurated that building. Oh, I love the film program here. I'm excited. Yeah, it's a wonderful program. To have had the opportunity to take the, such classes as a Disney cinema film and uh-huh. 70s American film. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I encourage everyone listening to um, look into Film Independent and have a volunteer opportunity, if nothing else, because that's really educational, I believe. Yeah, and you know, uh, for students as well, it's important for them to know that we do have other opportunities for them like our filmmaker labs are wonderful we have a screenwriting directing and producing lab and we're just starting a documentary lab so that's a way in which you could also expand your knowledge and perhaps workshop some of the stuff that you're working on and uh, gain access to filmmakers in the industry who could become your mentors through these talent development programs so we offer that, too, so they might want to check on our website for the talent development programs, which are the filmmaker labs, and our diversity program called Project Involve. Well, it sounds like a great uh, pro, uh, business, great um, opportunity for everyone Yes, yes. to yes. profit. That's really great um, that we have Maria Bazzi, and then the director's panel is going to be February 2nd to March 2nd. Exactly, exactly. We continue next week with uh, William Friedkin that I'm sure uh, if you're a film studies uh, student at UCI, you might know his work and probably have written a paper or two about especially, Yeah, <laughs> especially when you mentioned sound. That's an example we had was from The Exorcist was how they went around and they got recordings of like sh- all kinds of animals and put them together yeah he's he's great for sound but uh, we're we're having him with his mo- mo- most of his collaborators on the visual side of things but of course we'll touch upon sound because our moderator uh james gray is very keen on the sound uh aspect of filmmaking so that's going to be a wonderful night that um you may want to tell people about and if you want to come don't miss it Oh, yes, it sounds like a great panel, and everyone can check out the website again. It's filmindependent.org. Yes, yes. And I want to thank Maria Bazzi for her time on our short show today, Our Digital Future, Fridays at 4 p.m. on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. And again, uh, Maria, thank you so much for your time. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Uh, Thank you, and uh, keep it up. Oh, thank you. I'll definitely see you at upcoming events for sure. Okay, thanks. Thank you. Have a good day. This is KCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, and we just had Maria Bazzi on. Thank you for Film Independent providing us some great information. Here we talk about the information spaces, the digital future, film and media, anything, you know, educational. It's great to share. So we're going to say goodbye for this week, and we're going to end the show with Braid whom we started the show off with a great song here in memory of Braid 
coming back together. They are reunited and we'll have new material up soon. Check out uh, the podcast for this interview after the show.